0: your best self every day. To learn more, visit naturesway.com Gemma 10 and use code Gemma 10 at checkout for 10% off any alive women's multivitamins. Terms and conditions apply valid through June 30th. As someone who works for themselves, I'm always looking for ways to make my life a little bit easier. One of those things is Canva's AI-powered Canva presentations. When I need to make a deck super quick for a meeting or a pitch, I just start with a prompt, describe my presentations in a few words, and Canva presentations will generate captivating slides in seconds. It is the perfect way to get a head start on my slides. It's incredibly easy to learn and use. And they also look incredible. I can then customize based on my favorite style and content. And there we go. Generate slides in seconds with Canva presentations at Canva.com. Designed for work. Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also empower you with a sense of complete control? Enter Conair Girl Bomb, your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results, made just for women. Hello and welcome back to The Psychology of Your 20s, the podcast where we discuss some of the big life changes and transitions of our 20s and what they mean for our psychology. Um, welcome back to the podcast, everyone. Thank you for joining us again this week. We've got a pretty exciting episode um, going on today and a very special guest, Welcome Claudia. Hi, Gemma. Thanks for having me. Oh, that's okay. Um so how do we know each other before we get into what we're talking about? So So, well, we worked at Boost
1: together. Yeah. When we both lived in Melbourne. Yep. Like like five, five years ago, ago. yeah. Four or five years ago, yeah. When you were still in high school, yeah. Oh my god, was so
0: <laughs> I was literally such a baby, and you, you guys were. really took
1: me under your wing. It was so oh, nice. I was your manager for a bit. Yeah, but...
0: I know. I, you were my manager, and I used to always steal protein balls.
1: Yeah, so. I, I did too. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> but don't um, call
1: our boss, up.
0: Lay, are yeah. you listening? <laughs> our boss.
1: Yeah. I wonder
0: what he's doing right now. I don't know. Hopefully, he's happy. Hopefully. I think his boost juice down for health code violations yeah. <laughs> most likely
1: but that's another, that's, that's, another story. A, that's another story um
0: but basically carter and i knew each other when i was significantly younger
1: you were also well, we were same the
0: age of obvious, being younger yep. but i was little and you were a bit older than me and then i moved to sydney and we went out for dinner the other mm-hmm. night and as you do we were like updating each other on literally four years of our lives And we started talking about our relationships, as you do, Mm -hmm. Um, and one in particular for you. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, One of my, yeah, relationship for a few years ago.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, Wasn't healthy, to say the least.
0: No. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I was listening to it in, like, genuine shock. Genuinely, yeah. I was speechless. And I was like, you know what? This is, like, something so prominent, like, so common For women, especially in your 20s. Definitely. um, Like we were talking about when you don't have boundaries
1: for yourself yet, you don't really know Mm -hmm. what you want. You're still discovering dating and everything. But yeah, yeah, I also think it's really important because you don't really know what it's like until you get into Mm. something and people don't talk about it enough, I think.
0: Mm. So Um, I was like, come on board. Yeah. Let's talk about toxic, abusive relationships Mm -hmm. in our 20s, especially for, like we were saying, we can only really speak to a... Um, like a female
1: perspective. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we aren't therapists. No, no, we're not. Yeah. So obviously well, we both have degrees in psychology. Yeah. Um, and I just finished my honors in psychology last year. Yeah. And I actually, my research was in this kind of area as mm-hmm. well. Yeah. Um, similar area. Should I
0: link your thesis? So if, if you
1: want to read it. Oh, it's not, it's not published. Oh damn. It's so good. Yeah. <laughs> I like, she like sent it uh, yeah. to me after dinner and I was like, oh, Thank incredible Thank reading. Thank you. Um but yes, so obviously we're not licensed therapists. Yeah. Um, but yes, I do have an honours degree. Yeah. In
0: psychology. In this area. In this area. So like I was reading the her thesis and I was like, this is like you know, we I always try and make the episodes like really kind of research based mm-hmm. and I think like my I didn't really want to do this episode I think alone and yeah like not have like someone else to kind of bounce ideas off of or another experience definitely um so this just seemed like the perfect
1: yeah guest to have the I'm perfect super time excited. To do
0: it. yes so we're going to get into it yeah. today and talk all about toxic relationships So we've given you the whole story of how this episode came to be. um We were having dinner, and we were talking about our
1: relationship relationships, relationships. Yeah.
0: and Claudia, would you like to kind of give a bit of yeah like yeah. that story
1: into what we were talking about what yeah led to this yeah, well I was just telling Gemma, so um i uh I moved to Sydney um in twenty eighteen for uni. Um, it was my first year of uni I was living on campus um, so like a whole street of houses that were all uni students Mm. Um, and the house next door to mine was like had a house of eight Mm. um, and there was um, one of the people living in the house um, he he was an exchange student Mm -hmm. and you know being the house next door we kind of became friends whatever um, hung out a bit um, I kind of, you know, knew what he was like, you know, you kind of tell, mm. I think we'll get into that a bit more later, but, yeah. you know, very charming, yeah, um, yes. we became friends, and because I kind of, yeah, I rejected him, in, like, pretty, like, at the really? start, yeah. yeah, yeah, like, he kind of came on, and I was like, nah, nope. like, I had already dealt with little experiences of just kind yeah. of, you know, crappy dating experiences, so I was like, nah, I'm, like, here to kind of study and have yeah. fun. Um, But because he was my friend, or I considered Mm. him a friend at the time, um, Mm. you know, I think he invited me out for breakfast one day, just Mm. as friends. Mm. So I thought, and it kind of turned, I guess, like more intimate, very fast. Um, And I kind of thought because if we were friends, and he'd actually tried for a few months at this point to kind of get to know me and everything, Mm. like... I obviously found him attractive. Mm. Um, I was like, sure, uh, maybe this could be a thing. Like, maybe I judged it too harshly or maybe because he's actually putting an effort and, yes, he could have those tendencies, but if he really likes me, mm. you know, it kind of it was a whole, like, he's going to abandon being a fuckboy for me. Yeah. Kind of, ah! I can change him. I, Yeah. Like, I can be the one. I can be the one, you know. Makes him realise yeah, how to very much women. wanting to be that. And so when I kind of had my brain switched kind of to that Mm and very quickly I was kind of in it and I wanted it and I wanted to be that um and there was lots of things that happened throughout the year um you know we never made it well one of the things was we never established that we were official we never wanted to put a label on it um Um, yeah you know so the typical kind of he could still get away with things under the guise of there's no label we're not official you're not my girlfriend so but For, you, you, you pretty know, much are. You know, great, I considered like, it, in my head, yeah. it very much was. In my head, yeah. I wasn't seeing anyone else. I wasn't interested in anyone else. I was committed, like I would be committed in a yeah. normal relationship, and that's what I wanted. Yeah. Um. But, you know, to him, it was fun and games, really. Mm. To him, I was... Who knows? Who knows yeah. what I was to him? I don't yeah. have... I don't know. I probably think he doesn't even know. He sounds like such a... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I still don't know it to this day, but mm. that's something you have to accept when you yeah. get into this. Yeah. Um. But, so basically he would kind of spring on every month or couple of months that he went on a tinder date or he went on other dates with other women and so every time um you know I would hear that and be like obviously that's not okay yeah I am taking this seriously and you're not yeah so I would want to end it I would want to get out of it and he had this way of making me feel bad for him Mm. And this is actually something I only realized very recently. I was mm. reading this book that my actually now boyfriend gave me when I finished my thesis, who's a sweetheart. Yeah, he's um, so lovely. He's lovely. <laughs> yeah. I so there's a good day. ending, yeah. everyone, yeah. <laughs> before you hear all this tragic. Yeah, tragic. <laughs> a good ending. I'm in a very healthy relationship now. Um, Yay. But, Yay. <laughs> <laughs> um, but he gave me, anyways, he gave me this book on kind of sociopaths, basically, which yeah. is pretty much who I was dealing with yeah. um, unknowingly at the time. Um, and anyway, I was reading this book and one of the things that really stuck out to me, and what I didn't really realise, because I still never really fully understood what kept me in it. Yeah. I, like, I knew it, I knew how bad it was. And there was a lot of things that happened. There was a lot. Like, that there was, was a lot that happened that were... that When you told me, I yeah. was, like...
0: like Downright I, abusive. And yeah. unacceptable. Oh my god, it made me... I was so angry, I was, like... Yeah. yeah and I
1: yeah.
0: can only imagine, like, yeah. Anyhow. Anyway, there was a lot of things that There was happened, a lot of things. Yeah. So
1: every time, and I kind of wandered to myself even years after, like, Mm -hmm. still the question lingered, like, how? How did he keep getting me back? I was ready every single time he said I went on Tinder date, I had sex with this person. Like, every time I was like, that is it. We are done, I'm done, I had it all prepared. Mm. We would sit down to have a chat, and somehow I would end up, after that chat, not broken up with him, but back with him. Yeah, and feeling bad for and him. And feeling bad for him. And then, so when I read this book, they said that the number one thing, they talked to someone who was in jail. Yeah. He was a known psychopath. There was a yeah. psychologist talking to him. They said, what do you most want from someone? And what is it oh. that you look for yeah. when choosing kind of victims, almost? Yeah. And they thought they were going to say, like, I want power. I want money. It's kind of control, yeah. whatever. He said, I want guilt. (gasps) I want people to feel guilty. Because you know what? When someone feels guilty, when someone feels sad for someone, all other emotions in a normal functioning human brain, go. Oh, my God. It's that powerful. And that is something that, oh, my God, that's exactly what happened. That's exactly what it did. Because my emotions were so, this is done. Yeah. This is done, clear-cut. Like, I'm not stupid. Yeah. I wasn't stupid. I knew damn well what was happening. Yeah, I couldn't understand it. And then I read that and I was like, oh, my God. If and you, you f- feel bad for someone... If you feel pity for yeah. someone... Yeah. If you feel pity and guilty and kind of you mm-hmm. have that sadness or pity for someone, you want to kind of then make it better and yeah. you, want- you feel bad for them. You think they are actually a nice person. Yeah. So when they get you, when they, you know, because it was a typical spill of you know I'm sorry I'm shit, like this was what he kept you know saying every time mm. i'll change it's a typical I will change i'll change Which... I'm sorry, I got to work out my mm. shit. Got to, you know, I've got shit to work on la la la, but I will do it, you know you yeah. kind of, you as a normal person you think, mm. they want to work, yeah. they do because that's what you would cause do, because that's what I would do, you know yeah. you want to, oh, you see, they're acknowledging the fact that yeah. you want to work on it, they want to change, and you feel pity for them you yeah. think, oh, what a sad kind of, per- oh, you've had a fucked up childhood, yeah. oh, you're a bit sad, oh, especially, oh. you know, he was in a new country by himself okay. oh, well. it is, it's the pity party, and it's, that's what they yeah. want, it's the pity party yeah, well, I was like it's so funny you said
0: that because back when I was like 19 I was like seeing this person and it's like you said that to me and I was just like oh my god that like the exact yeah. same thing like he would always like make up this like really tragic reason why I had to come over and see him and like comfort him and like yeah. literally like basically like cuddle like cuddle him yeah. to sleep and then he'd be like the next morning like okay you can leave now yep
1: exactly and I'd be like oh I really thought that I was get- going to block you when you, and, you feel yeah. sad and pity for someone yeah it's insane it's it is it takes over and it takes and then they're like oh and you feel bad and oh and then the next morning yeah literally same thing happened and it's like oh they'll kick you out
0: yeah i i once had this time when he was like oh something really awful has happened to me and it was my birthday and i went over to this person's like apart like apartment and i was like is everything okay and he's like no and he's like telling me this whole story about something tragic and I was like okay like I don't even care it's my birthday like I just like I know I should be shitty at you but like I feel so bad for you and then he as soon as I have the opportunity to talk he goes on his phone and he interrupts me and he goes oh someone else is actually coming upstairs do you mind just going and waiting in the bathroom yeah oh my god and I was like what he it's- goes like just go and wait in the bathroom like my friend yeah. is coming upstairs and it was another girl he was seeing yeah and it was my birthday, and I, I, I was sitting in the bathroom, and I, then I just had this realization, and I was like, "What the fuck am oh I doing here?" Oh my god! Yeah. And you do have
1: those realizations, yeah. Quite like, like you're like, "What the fuck?" Yeah. And like one of the "what the fuck" moments, which really should have been the end yeah. of the relationship, but for me was after this kind of back and forth of I'm going on Tinder dates and I'm kind yeah. of blah blah blah, but I yeah. love you, whatever bullshit. Mm. Um, he had a party at his house, like, all his housemates had a party, mm-hmm. and he was like, to me, oh, I'm gonna be late, and I was like, you know, it's your house, where, where will you be? He said, again, going on the Tinder date, which was, you know, I'd heard it before, and at this point I was just a bit fed up, and I was like, uh, all my friends are coming to this party. Um, so I just said, I'll deal with, like, this later. Yeah. Um, but whatever you do, I said in one thing that you do, do not bring her back to this party. Yeah. Like, just don't do it. Yeah. Like, you know my friends are gonna be here. I'm there. <laughs> yeah, that's... <laughs> like, I'm, I'm there. there. <laughs> <laughs> no, even though I didn't even word it like that, see? It was ridiculous. Like, it was like, oh, but my friends. It wasn't even like, I'm there. You yeah. owe me this respect. The person you've been seeing. The person seeing you've been seeing. I know. Anyway, it was... Yeah, anyway, um, and he was like, what, do you think I'm stupid? Like... <sighs> Why would I do that? Of course I wouldn't do that. And I was like, well, I'm <laughs> I've done many stupid things yeah. throughout these months. Like, yeah. all right. But he was like adamant. Like, I would not do that. Uh. Party happens. All my uh. friends were literally sitting in the lounge room in a circle. All around in a circle. He walks in, the all of us, with this girl. <gasps> says hey, just looks, says hey, like so casually, barely acknowledges me. Says hey and goes straight upstairs to have sex with her. Um, yeah. (laughs) I've heard that before, but I still... Like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, it's just... That was really, like...
0: That would have
1: hurt so much. Yeah. And obviously, there was hurt underneath it, but all that came out was fear. Anger. Yeah. So angry. Because most of the four months, I was just sad. I was sad. Mm. You know, and every time this happened, I would just cry or go to my friends. But this time, I fucking cracked. Yeah. And I... You know, everyone looked at me in shock. And everyone was kind of like... And I didn't know what to do. And my friend, you know, that lived in that same house was, like, in a room at the time who was right yeah. next to his room. So I kind of just went upstairs. And obviously, she had just witnessed what happened. So I went upstairs to tell her. Yeah. In a very, you know, angry, angry yeah. tone. You know, being like, what the fuck? Like, yeah. he just did this, this, and this. Like, oh, my God. So I was, like, pacing back and forth. Kind of yeah. just, like, ranting, essentially. And she just sat there like watching this like very you know this is fair and then just like turned to me and was like a little louder like yeah. his room was right next door he was in there fucking the chick at yeah. the time yeah loud up louder she yeah. just kept telling me to go louder so i started screaming yes screaming like fuck you like fuck you for ever telling me that you love me fuck you uh-huh. for doing this fuck you for this this and this just everything that came out from the past four months for yeah you know Everything, and then I end up kicking in his door, You're like, fuck you, Yeah, and then walk downstairs, and I, at this point, a couple of my other friends arrived, Yeah, and they're like, hey, you know, and I was like, oh. ah, yeah, <laughs> like, like, not in a mood to no, socialise no, whatsoever, and they're I'm like, what angry. the fuck happened? Yeah. So I went to the kitchen, and started explaining it to them. Yeah, And then he comes into the kitchen, yeah. and so he's facing me and standing behind my friends. I don't see him, all, I just see him. Yeah. Um and they obviously realise that I'm looking at someone else, so they turn, see it's him, they or could they just kind of leave us in the yeah. kitchen and I just look at him and I'm like, What the fuck is wrong with you? He yeah. said, What the fuck is wrong with you? And all he has to say to that was he looks at me, looks at my top that I was wearing, it was a red top, looks back up at me a little little smirk on his face and goes Red looks nice on you and walks out. That's it. That's it. After just, like, shattering my yeah. world, whatever fantasy i would left of the relationship yeah. but still like yeah after pretty much disrespecting me and like yeah the biggest way i think anyone can really disrespect oh a person. my god yeah like literally you said like please don't do this and he. Didn't. i literally said like, it's it's like i didn't even i didn't even dress the fact that he was on a tinder date for yeah. god knows you went, how like, many times on that date i just i wasn't even like don't go on that date i was like i'll deal with that later because i was fed up yeah. at this point and i was like i just want to have fun honestly i yeah. can't deal with this again and i just said don't bring her in Yeah. Just Just please if you 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 do go elsewhere if you need to do that. If you need to do that go to hers. Yeah. Honestly, go to hers and we'd do the whole spiel again that'd be sleeping with someone and whatever. Yeah. But like that wasn't the end, was it? No. So you know, it was a start. Mm -hmm. I did block him and cut him off for a couple months mm. which was I think you know it's still big to do that yeah, at this it was point huge, yeah. so yeah after that I you know I went back to my house for the rest of the night and didn't engage in any of it and I did block him on everything I didn't talk to him for 2 months mm. um and it was good you know I actually se- well you know I seemed fine and I was yeah. fine because there was still a glimmer of hope mm. and that's the thing like it wasn't that's yes I cut gets, him yeah. off and yes I blocked him yeah but I knew it was only because I was waiting for him. You know, I still wanted him to come to my house and be Beg. like, "I'm sorry." Yeah. Beg for me back, but realize yeah. what he lost. You know, I cut him off, and I wanted him to realize what he had lost so badly. Yeah. And it never, it never happened. It never happens. It never happens. Never <laughs> I've done that so many times. It never happens. So no obviously, of two months of being like, "I'm fine and cool and getting on with my life," but it, him never yeah doing, you know never yeah. apologizing i ended up one night drunk after a party going back to his and yeah pretty much starting it again yeah
0: yeah and that was like the second chapter
1: this like, was a, that was the is, second chapter this is the sequel. Yeah, yeah. the sequel to it which essentially was just him saying that he was going to commit to me this time which yeah. i think you think he did I don't know, like, at least I didn't know this time, like, the time before he told me that he was doing these things, and this time I wasn't aware of them, and I was with him a lot more, Mm. so, I don't think so, but again, who fucking knows, Yeah, who fucking knows, anyway, but because he wasn't obviously doing it as frequently, and we were together a lot more, it was a lot more covert then not so overt and kind of like oh i'm just having sex with all these women it was yeah this was when the really controlling behaviors came this scary behaviors i would say it wasn't really scary before it was like i'm dealing with a really kind of fucked fuck boy yeah but then it became scary yeah that was when i was like i'm in an abusive relationship it wasn't like i was fucking around with this kind of toxic fuck boy from you know on exchange ha 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 ha. first year of uni things yeah this was like real and that's when i knew i had to actually find get out and what were some of the... Th- well, you don't have to talk about it, but it was like... Um, uh, yeah, so um, put-downs lot. Yeah. Like, insults, little insults. I'm very confident in myself as well, mm-hmm. and he knew that. And so he tried to get to me anyway. You know, he would... He pinched my stomach one day. He was like, you need to go for a run.
0: <gasps> he oh. said
1: I was an 8 out of 10 because my butt could be better. Oh, like, shit like that, you know, which I actually, I didn't let ever get to me those things, because I am really confident, and yeah. I know I'm attractive, so yeah. I was like, fuck you. But, you know, he still yeah. wanted to do it, and it's still horrible. Um, what else? Um, oh, behaviors is like, I wouldn't even know what i do. Like, you don't, you don't. There's no yeah. logic to it, but he would go from being kind of fine, in alright mood, to yeah. kind of shutting down, going into his room. not talking to me the silent treatment really often stonewalling which Um, we talked about in last week yeah um he did something really horrible to me um and he told me not to tell my friends yeah about what he did and when I was like you know fuck you my life I can do whatever you know I told all my friends (laughs) yeah because you would because I would and I wasn't you know that afraid of him. Yeah. Like, I was, like, you know, get, getting there, but I was, like, fuck you, I'm At telling my point, friends, and yeah. I had really a relationship with my friends, and they still, I hadn't really lied to them much mm. yet about me being with him. They all knew that I was still with mm. him. But when he found out that I told my friends, oh, my God, like, mm-hmm. complete, just, like, nothing, like, silence, Um, well, I was, like, walking in the street with him, like, begging him to talk to me. Yeah. Like, anything, I was, like, let's just discuss this, talk through this, like a normal like people mm. or tried to be mm. nothing looked at me dead in the face when i was like fucking begging him in the middle of the street and just kept mm. walking nothing like two days it's like, so manipulative so manipulative so just like also the fact that he's like now like what
0: the fuck it's like he can do whatever he wants like yeah he can bring back girls to his house and like <sighs> he can like do things to you but as soon as you like access support, i know as soon you're as the you stand person, in your
1: power yeah that's then it flies off, and there yeah. was also like so. For instance, this is when I started kind of realizing the kind of personality he had as well. He told me that he didn't feel m- m- love or hate really. He said he kind of never felt much and kind of operated on autopilot. Uh, so he t- he literally was like, I don't know how to f- like yeah, I don't pretty much love. yeah, and I was like, sorry what yeah? It was like before I was really like. Educated myself, you know, on yeah. this kind of personality, what types, on what a
0: sociopath is. is, which is literally the inability it, yeah. to feel love, literally. or even anger. anything. Like, really, just it's just kind of it's the only thing you without feel a is conscience, essentially. Yeah.
1: yeah. So it was shocking to me. I couldn't wrap my head around. I was like, "What do you mean you're on autopilot? He's like, "I'm just throw float through the motions of life. Like, I will never feel love for you. Pretty much, he was like, "I can't love you. I never will, and I never like feel this. And I was like, "That's what (laughs) yeah you were like I was like what do you mean like you have to right you're a person yeah you have to love someone and you have to love something so I thought um and so anyway he never told me well he actually did say he was falling in love with me right at the start of the relationship but anyway yeah anyway he was like you know I got love for you but I'm not in love with you is what he'd say and so and I even just accepted that. I even still just I honestly like accepted I that. I was like great, that's it. That's yeah, sure. and I was like, oh, brilliant. And then one day um he oh, uh, when I had started in mentally kind of preparing mm. to break it off. When mm. I started mentally kind of detaching myself. Because at this
0: point you were, like, quite afraid. I yeah, yeah, like,
1: yeah. Like, at this point, this was, like, uh, a couple months before I did properly end it. I was mm. starting to mentally prepare myself, you know. Mm. You really have to do the mental game, preparing yeah. the mental game before you Going actually do it. it. You yeah. have to really start detaching yourself emotionally. Yeah. Which is what I started doing. And, God, they can fucking sense it. Really? Instantly, really. There's some they can read people, and that's why they they can read people yeah. so well. Just tiny things in my behavior. I wasn't as affected by what he said. I wasn't really bothered by his presence so much. Yeah. We're kind of just hanging out, and I started being a bit more like my normal self around, and not yeah. so invested and so worried about what he was doing to me and what he was doing yeah. around me. It was, I was very, so I very started detaching, and the second I did that, I knew he could sense it because yeah. he then. Brought me upstairs and told me he loved me. Which is uh, what I'd been hoping for for the whole time, right? Yeah. So me, stupidly. Not stupidly. I shouldn't say I'm stupid. But, no, yeah. you know, uh, silly when I started touching, It was only, like, a tiny bit that yeah. I started. So when he said that, bounce right back in. Yeah. Oh, my God, he said he loved me. Oh, my God, finally it worked. Yeah, I made yeah. him love me. Yeah. I made him realise. Yeah. But... Obviously, because I'm not stupid, I still did turn around to him and say, Mm. you told me three days ago that you cannot love and you will never feel love. So why are you suddenly, and this was literally three days before that, why are you suddenly telling me that you love me now? Yeah. And he looked at me and said, watch yourself. (gasps) And he said, don't push it. Oh my God. Oh my God. Don't push it. And then ignored me for three days. Literally ignored me for the next three, days. After being like, three, like I love days. you. Yep, ignored me. Nothing. I literally thought he was, like, dead or something. Because he just Jesus. cut it off. Oh, my God. And I was, like, freaking out. I was beside myself. I was like, holy fucking shit. Like, is he okay? Like, I haven't yeah. heard from him at all. And he's just probably just like, oh,
0: just... I, put- so, I
1: was so beside myself that yeah. my mum and, like, my friends were like, go to his house. Yeah. Because I even messaged, and then I messaged his housemate being like, have you seen him? Like, he was like, yeah, he's around. And I was like, right, that's it. Yeah. Went to his house and like beside myself. And he just is like coming back from playing basketball and being like, what are you doing? And I was like, you, what the fuck? Why have you, I haven't heard from you. Like, why are you suddenly like three days? And he was like, oh, I just needed to have some alone time. Say that. Like, Say that. Yeah, like you can't. He no. Can't. And it's... obviously it wasn't because of that. Now I yeah. realise it was because I questioned him. And when yeah. you question, you know, NASAs so so whatever you want to call them. Yeah. When you question them on their behaviours. Yeah. Boom. Yeah. Like Yeah. Anyway. And then what happened after that? And then How did you end up? Um, I ended up just getting more and more anxious around him, really. It was more my body, yeah. my body's response to him. Cause I just, yeah, it was just a complete shit show. And mm. I ended up just getting like anxious. And then I went overseas with my friends for a week. Mm. Kind just of just before like COVID obviously. Yes, yeah, obviously. and um, reset. I guess, for my body. You know, reset. I had honestly not spent much more than a few days away from him in, like, a three-month period. Yeah. So kind of, like, yeah, getting myself away from that space and just hanging out with my friends. Yeah. Kind of really just, like, I was like, I could breathe. And so everything reset for a little bit. And the moment I went back to him and you know back from overseas um that was it my i freaked like my body just freaked out like yeah. i couldn't be next to him without feeling like i was gonna have a panic attack my anxiety was through the roof
0: yeah like i
1: just couldn't sit with him i couldn't yeah. be with him and i thought you know initially i was like whoa like is this me like yeah i was just kind of like i can't i'm so anxious and so i went and saw a psychologist yeah um and I was like, you yeah, know, I'm so anxious around my boyfriend. Yeah. I don't know what's happening to me. And she was like, okay, like, explain kind of just your relationship a little bit. Yeah. What's been going on. Um, I talked for, like, pff, a minute or two. Yeah. <laughs> and she just was like, yeah, I just could tell she was like, oh, boy, in a professional <laughs> yeah. manner. And she just said, look, I have a hypothesis that he's a narcissist, you know? Yeah. This is a personality disorder. Yeah. It's not my client, but I hypothesize that he is. And
0: like so, as you like, we both studied psychology, mm-hmm. and like, you don't normally diagnose someone no. from someone else's assessment. You don't. It's like pretty much, just not.
1: It's pretty much. Yeah, you, you don't, don't do it. You're learned in ethics. Yeah, like you can't. Talk so it's like on you have to be. So you have to be pretty to, fucking yeah. certain to you say something like that. You have to be pretty like fucking that. like scared yeah. for also my well being yeah. to actually say something like no, yeah. like really clearly. Because, I nor- yeah, and normally psychs, I've never had a psych since. That's been quite so, like, direct. But she, anyway.
0: Well, it's also the situation, I think. She's yeah. probably, like,
1: you're actually, like,
0: in, in danger here. Yeah. Like, this person is, like, jeopardising your physical and your mental health. Yeah. Like, you are, like, it's not good. Yeah, it's not exactly. Good.
1: So, yeah, so she said, you know, I have a hypothesis that he's a yeah. narcissist. And she very clearly goes, you have two options in this situation. Yeah. One, this is your life. You stay with him and this is your life. They he's not gonna change. Accept it right now. No change. Yeah. This is him, this is how he is. You stay. This is your life. Two, you leave. That's it. There's no in between. There's no in between. This is your life or you like Yeah. Leave. You make a decision and you like leave. And that literally, I remember you telling saying that to me
0: and I like the other day and like I was thinking about a situation I'm currently in mm. and I'm like wow like either i keep entertaining this person and like just feel awful about myself all the time and like constantly like in a state of yeah anxiety of survival basically yeah and be like oh my god like how come i just want to be with you so much and you obviously don't even give a shit about yeah, me yeah and i was like either i keep this up or i just like i let it go and i like you said that to me and i, I don't this relationship obviously isn't like abusive or it's a little bit a little bit toxic yeah but it's yeah. not like to this degree and yeah it was like you said that to me and i was like fuck <laughs> like yeah. wow like it's my decision like yeah I want like it to really a puts decision. a control yeah because the whole yeah. time the
1: control is not with you no the control is not no. with you everything is with them because because they, they know like yeah this person isn't like this like n- yeah. not at
0: all but like i think when you're the one who loves that other person more mm-hmm like you're never gonna be like I want to stop seeing you. Yeah, or you're never gonna yeah, be like and that's let's the thing stop being as well. because
1: you're not ending it because the love is gone or no. it kind of just fizzled out or you're doing different things. Like you're ending it because it's yeah. not healthy for you and that no. like and yeah for the for the stage of life that you're in either no just ever yeah. <laughs> but yeah yeah well yeah, especially ever. when <laughs> I had the biggest semester of uni yeah like yeah yeah but you did it you I did I was so, so like yeah I started breaking away and. Yeah. Yeah, I pretty much, I started uni that week, um, and I, I had a very busy semester coming up, and I knew that, and I just was very anxious, and I just had to, like, yeah put it in, pl- I had to say, like, I'm ending this, and I had to stick to it, and I had to just yeah. block him, and that's really, like, but then he started, yeah, showing up at your apartment, oh, yeah, and... sorry, it doesn't, it doesn't end yeah. there, like, yeah. you have to, re- you have to be so like, strong to stick yeah. with yourself, I think. And, you, you know, I did go back, like, once, I, you know. You go yeah. back a little bit at the yeah. start. You ended and then I think we slept together, like, a couple of times. But I, it was really my body. Yeah. And it was, like, the anxiety stopped yeah. me. It really was. Yeah. It wasn't my, like, mental state 100%. Yeah. But my body could not handle yeah. his presence anymore. Like, your
0: brain was danger. My brain like was just, like, danger.
1: It was, like, a fucking alarm going off in my body. It honestly was. Like, yeah. I couldn't, like... The anxiety that I experienced being in his presence and anything else to do with him yeah. was, like, so severe that I had to just not see him. Yeah. Like, it really was. That was my only choice. Yeah. So it was good in that sense. Like, that's when the body really knows. Yeah. I think that's when it's really important to listen to your body. Mm, like, the biofeedback. Yeah. Right 100%. Yeah. yeah. Obviously, it's, like, that feedback loop that yeah. from everything. and. Yeah. But, yeah. But then, yeah, obviously, because... I had obviously tried to end it a lot throughout, like, this almost year period. He knew that. He knew I'd said, this is done, and gone back, and... So he thought this was just another one of those instances. I was like, oh, yeah, okay, I'll give you a bit of space, and then come on back, and we'll have the same chat, and we'll go back straight in, but... To, the only thing to calm down my anxiety was completely detach and to try and mentally detach from him. Yeah. as well. So he tried to do this big grand gesture like a few weeks after I would ended it,
0: which is typical Typical, this is behavior. the love bombing. The this love is love bombing,
1: bombing everyone. Love know, bombing. You probably
0: see it on Instagram a lot, but like yeah. it's fucking it's serious. Yeah. Thing. It's, it's a like-
1: serious thing that they do to get you back or in or yeah. they do it at the start a lot but also yeah. this was at the end it can happen anytime yeah. but um so he gave me kind of so throughout our year kind of together he had sold my 21st birthday presents he you know the things I asked for for valentine's day which literally one rose he didn't get for me so he never got me anything basically and yeah. so all at once he brought me all the kind of gifts and things that I'd requested throughout the year at yeah. once like in my room it set it up And was like, ta-da, basically, like, look what I've done, da-da-da, ready, ready to take me back, and I just, like, stood there, and I just, I couldn't even entertain the idea anymore, because otherwise I'd freaking freak freak out, so I was like, no, and I was like, Mm. you know, and I just said to him, sit down, and I just very, like, sternly kind of said, this was like never what I wanted. Obviously, yeah. yes, I wanted these gifts, and that's yeah. nice. It would have been great. It would have <laughs> been great. Would have been nice, you know, yeah, to, to feel a little well. ounce of
0: <laughs> love. Oh my god, yeah. Um, but especially you know, when you were doing so much for him. Yeah. Like,
1: yeah. but it's not about. Obviously, it's not about the material. No. Items. So I was like, this is not it. Yeah. This is never, this was never what it was about. This is never, this material stuff, which is obviously the only thing they can really relate to, these people as well. Yeah. A lot of it's material stuff because they don't know anything about their emotions. Yeah. <laughs> but I like sat down and I was like, all I ever wanted was stability and consistency.
0: Mm.
1: Simple, healthy, stable, consistent relationship. That's all yeah. I ever wanted. Yeah. That's all I ever asked of you. And I was like, his face was, like, perplexed, like... Well, you said this to me, you were like, when you call out when someone you, like yeah. this, they get so when confused. When you tell them no. Yeah. When you just tell them no and you're really... you have It's, like, unemotional as well. They can't understand. Like, they're really thrown off. Mm. And it's kind of, in a way, kind of funny, like, seeing him yeah. for the first time not in control. Because their yeah. control is back with you, you see. Yeah. When you take the control back from them and mm. put it within yourself and actually make choices and say no, mm. and t- you know, they're like what like what do you mean Like yeah you're saying no to me like it's yeah it's they just don't understand because it's like they never can compute what they really did it's yeah. weird but yeah so I just kind of kept saying no and you know he did try a few times he kept turning up at my house he even tried to break into my house at one point lied to my housemate saying we were on mm. contact saying I was home when I wasn't home yeah he could come in
0: Which Um, is the lying and, like, the manipulation of other people uh, around you as well. Yeah, just,
1: like, trying to get whatever he could to Mm -hmm. get at me. And the answer was constantly no. And that's really what you have to do. You just have to break it off. Yeah. And it's really, it's easier said than done. Yeah. Like, yes, I did it. They have a bit of a chokehold on you. But, um, yeah, yeah, um, the the emotions (laughs) for, like, the first three months... I would say the, pretty much the first three months of the entire first semester of uni, even though while I was doing uni and surviving as a matter, mm. like my emotions were all over the place. God. Yeah. It's like going, not that I've ever done hard drugs or been a drug addict, but yeah. I would imagine it's like going cold turkey. Yeah. Like, it is, though, it is. It is. It is because it's an addiction in the brain and it's like yeah. cutting off Yeah, a source of yeah. like, dopamine. Dopamine. Yeah. It is.
0: It's cutting off a huge source of dopamine. Also, like, it's cutting off a source of, like, norepinephrine and, like, your stress hormones. And those are, like, quite addictive to your brain. It's, like, why people take a lot of risks and why people do things like that. And so when your brain... It's, like, all of your neurotransmitters and hormones have been in this state of heightened arousal.
1: (laughs) And now you're, like, you're crashing. Exactly. And because when you're in this situation your these hormones and your emotions are Mm. so tied to the person and what Mm. they do to you like they will you know you'll get euphoric you'll get these amazing euphoric highs Mm. when they give you some crumbs of good behavior or then they Mm. are in a good mood you will be euphoric and it's amazing and that's but they do something <laughs> bad and you'll come crashing down like the biggest yeah. low. And so it's like, is when it your it? emotions are so up and down based on this other person and they're being regulated only in this way, mm. when you cut off that source, they have nothing to respond to anymore. Mm. They don't have that stimulus. They're trying to still go up. They're trying to still go down. Yeah. But when you don't have that response and when you're not yeah. fighting against something, you the only thing you can really do is just kind of cry and be a mess. Like, yeah. there's nothing to respond to, but they're still wanting to. That's what I had, like, with with this other person, where it was,
0: like, not that... I think one of the disclaimers we wanted to give is, like, I think two people can be toxic for each other, but aren't necessarily bad people. Yeah. And it doesn't mean that, like, your experience was any less valid because this person, you know, everyone else thinks they're pretty lovely. Mm. But, like, there's a difference, I think, between a toxic relationship and one that's abusive and the type of character that Claudia is talking about. Which is, like, diagnosably sociopathic yeah. and narcissistic. Yeah. But I think toxic relationships can happen between any two they people. Can ha- they can.
1: You and can be might... in a toxic relationship where two people I just do not have these personality disorders. Yeah, and do, no. ha- you know. And I still think it's, like,
0: completely, like, an experience that is, like, quite traumatising. Like... Yeah. Like, there was this one person I was, like, seeing and, like, it was... It was just that anxiety you talk about is just so... I can just remember it. Yeah. I was just constantly anxious. I was constantly waiting for him to yeah you appreciate you me. Are. And like, and he would say things to me all the time that would just like, shoot me down. Like, yeah. I don't Oh, Like one time he was like, oh, I would never like properly date you because you're not pure enough.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I think I told you about <laughs> you this. You told me about that. And, and I was like, like, what the
0: fuck? And then, but then, you know, the next day he'd be like, Oh my god, like I've had all of these amazing thoughts and I just need to share them with you. And I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, that's do you what it's like. Me? It's the biggest fuck around. Yeah. It's, yeah. And it's like, I don't think that
1: person is a bad person, but like the trauma of it, like, yeah, well, sometimes really me up. this is another thing that I read or got told. I don't know what it was, but yeah. sometimes the person doesn't have to be bad, but their behavior is. Yeah. And that's still what you're yeah. responding to.
0: And like in that situation, that person was young. And I'm sure they're different now. But, like, oh, some of the other things that happened... Yeah,
1: that's still inexcusable. Yeah, and there was a lot of other
0: things where I was, like... He was, like, don't tell anyone about this. And then...
1: Yeah.
0: And I was, like, well, now I feel like we're accomplices in this thing. But actually, I'm the only one who's, (laughs) like, burdened by it. Like... Yeah. And it was just so... And it, like, took me, like... I'm sure you can speak to this, but, like, months. Yes. Months. I don't even think I got over it until, like only a couple yeah. of years ago. Like. Well, I
1: don't think, like, Well, pers- with, like, my experience, it's not yeah. something that I think I will ever just no. get over. it was so traumatising. It's not something, like, it's always going to be there now. Yeah. It's always, in some ways, it's been good. In some ways, I can detect when I dated since, like, yeah. very fast when someone's not good. And I can detect very fast when a behaviour is just not okay or not right yeah. for me or when someone's just not right for me. And But in other ways, like, even now, I'm in, like, a lovely, with someone lovely, very healthy yeah. relationship. Yeah. But anything that kind of the tiniest thing that could be to the contrary yeah and there's like a switch there's like I will get into You're kind back, of back into defensive mode, mode very like easily so yeah. it's something that you like it's still going you know it's just three years yeah and it's like it like fully changes the structure of it your does brain when
0: someone treats you that way it does and like I the other thing I like I don't know if you've if you have the same feeling like I haven't really gone I think into this as much but like the thing I sometimes, like, sit up late at night thinking about is, like, I let someone treat me that way.
1: That was how I felt, like, the first yeah. year. Like, that entire year that I had yeah. first broken off. Even yes. now, I'm like... Because I, let... I yeah. kind of accepted... There was a first the part was accepting that's his personality. Yeah. That's how he is. I have to get through that. Once I got through that and accepted that's the kind of person he is... Yeah. Yeah, then the guilt goes to you. Then the kind of anger oh, kind of switches. God. And yeah. it goes, what the fuck? And I remember this so vividly Mm. it's so good I remember this so vividly because um there was a part a point where we did talk again for a bit I unblocked him we talked again he invited me out to Mm. a concert or whatever initially I agreed to it got really really anxious again and then I like came home like an hour or two before the concert just like started bawling my eyes out like all the lights off in my room the blanket over me lying in my bed just thinking over and over the, like, how, what am I doing? Yeah. Like, how did I let someone treat me like this? Why am I still agreeing to this? Why did I agree to this? Mm. And being like, oh, my God, like, what's going to happen if I go? Like, am I really doing this? And I was like, what Mm. what am I doing? And I just sat myself like, thank God. I was like, what the fuck? I have a choice here that's the thing you don't yeah. feel like you do I, like, I have to You'd, say yeah, yes I'm like oh I have to I said yes now oh always gonna be yeah. so angry if I say no yeah. who cares I was like get a grip yeah like honestly like, <laughs> get I'm, a grip Claudia. I was like honestly obviously a terrible situation but I was like I just had to be like get a fucking grip yeah. look at you look at what look at you you're yeah. fucking bawling your eyes out in bed with all your lights off yeah like get a grip and I was meant to go to my mum's that weekend and I was like why would you lie to your mum and blow <laughs> off your mum for this man. For this person. Yeah. I was like, no. Nah. So I was like, you know, I've like packed up all my things. Went to the train to my mum's. Yeah. And just, was like, I can't do it. I'm not going. Not going. Yeah. And obviously he called angry. And I was like, too bad. You don't have too control over yeah, me Yeah, I was like, too fucking bad. But yeah. Uh, yeah, that was like one of the times I remember a lot of the times, like in the aftermath and just healing. And even now sometimes, you know, you yeah. still kind of go back and you're like, how the fuck did yeah. I let someone treat me? And it's because like, yeah. from, as well for me... Like, yeah, like, this could happen to anyone. And I th- realising that, like, yeah. I am, and I've always been, very strong, very independent, yeah. very confident in myself. Yeah. I've never kind of been anyone who's unsure, really, of mm. themselves or has a lot of insecurities. Yeah. So to kind of be like, what the fuck? How? How did I go from kind of the girl in high school rejecting every single man and being like, not nope, not interested, fuck you all, yeah. to fucking, bi- like, this, to literally yeah. being on my knees... Begging and crying for some person who doesn't give two shits.
0: Yeah, because I find this, it's, like, with my friends and, like, when I'm out or when I'm, like, alone, I'm, like, wow, I'm genuinely, like, the best person in the world. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm, like, and I, like, even last night, I was, like, lying in bed and it's, like, then you, I'm just, like, how did I... Like, I don't know, we just keep saying this but I just think about it a lot. Yeah. Like it keeps But then me obviously
1: up. it's good, like learning about Yeah you know obviously like, the yeah. science behind it, which we haven't even really Well gone I think into we're gonna, gonna go yeah. into that in the second part of this yes.
0: episode, which we'll probably publish on it like two different ones like the yeah, first one. Yeah. So um yeah, should we go into the science
1: of yeah. that? Yeah. So okay. yeah, pretty much the question that we asked ourselves for a long time might like still how yeah did we end up in this? In this, yeah.
0: anywhere you buy your toothpaste or mouthwash visit pronamel.com today It's time to celebrate Black History Month at the Walmart Black and Unlimited Clock one at Flatiron Plaza in New York City and one at Ovation Hollywood in Los Angeles from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. with giveaways dropping every hour on the hour, it is the perfect time to try, like and share Black Lead products. It's free, it's for everyone, and it's your chance to see how you can level up your daily routine with Black Lead products that are creating a new world of choice at Walmart. Trust me, you don't want to miss it.